on your part. So I think it'd be cool and just talk about whatever you want, but I want this to be like, I'm a fan, I'm a coach. Yeah. If I can come from that perspective, yeah. it's, hopefully it's easy. It's, yeah. not the, it's not the NBC, it's not the LA Times, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that stuff. Yeah. My, my guys just want to know about you and they want to know about training. <clears throat> yeah. They're going to listen to this podcast and be like, oh man, Rob Benjamin's so cool, you know? Yeah. So that's that's the idea of it, right? All right, awesome, awesome. All right, we good? Rolling. Welcome to the On Track and Field podcast. I'm your host, JT Ayers. You might hear a slight echo. That's because we're live. We're literally in Caesar's Palace in Vegas on remote. I'm looking at a guy that's not <laughs> on a Zoom, and this is super cool. Rye Benjamin, my guy, yes, thanks sir. for joining yes, me, sir. man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Appreciate and like it. I can go on and on about your bio, but you're pretty much one of the greatest hurdlers who's ever lived. And I want to talk about something yeah. right off the bat because I'm a fan. Yeah. Why'd you leave UCLA? Why'd you go to USC, uh, man? So I left UCLA because they're – there was a coaching change happening yeah, and I wasn't really too excited about it because I know some people on the team had been through like four or five coaches. UCLA is kind of known for yeah, yeah. that turnover. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it came down, uh, to, uh, I think right after regionals, uh, it was announced like coach Maynard was like, Hey guys, I'm not going to be here anymore. And usually like when a head coach gets let go, it's like a trickling effect. Like everyone mm. else, the new head coach that comes in, like usually cleans house, brings his own guys. And I remember um, going to the AD at the time and I'm, and I'm just like, hey, like what's going on? And I was like, hey, I'm doing really well with my current coach right now, which is Darrell Smith. And I had gotten second that that year at NCAAs. And I think I ran 48-1. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, hey, like I like – I'm kind of unsure as to what's going to happen with my coach and like my progression here at UCLA because I really want to be here at UCLA and things are finally turning around things are finally like going really well and um it was it was it was hard he was just like hey we're gonna bring in like the best of the best and you know like time went on and now it's the summer um and I you know went back in and we had this conversation because I'm now in a position where I don't know what's going to happen. So right. I requested my permission to contact so that I can talk to other coaches just to see what my options are because I'm not going to be sitting there behind a loaded gun waiting for something to happen that might not be beneficial to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember distinctly the conversation was like, yeah, like we're bringing in really good coaches. And I'm just like, who are you bringing in? Like it's – I know you're not getting any SEC coaches because why would they leave the SEC to come here? So it was just kind of like um, that kind of situation and like it ended up, new head coach ended up coming in. He was a really good guy. We had a really good meeting, but I just knew that they were going to clean house. And I remember talking to my mom and she was like, yeah, you might want to, you know, get going. And uh, I remember she was like, it's either you go to Stanford or yeah. you go to USC <laughs> because I was talking to coach mouse and, um, and coach mouse and I always have this conversation. We always argue about it because he was trying to, he was saying, you know, you'll be doing 800 and stuff like that. And I was like, Whoa, like that's not who I am as a, as a, as an athlete. Oh, I'm he not, wanted I'm not, heavy yeah. volume. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah whereas yeah, like, where yeah. I know where you're yeah, at I'm now. Like, yeah. I'm like sprint. Yeah. Sprint power, mm-hmm. speed endurance. And then they did do some speed endurance, but 
I was like, yeah, I don't know, Coach Mouse. And then my mom was like, you're not going to Florida. <laughs> and I was That's like, good. she was like, if you go to Florida, don't come home. And I was like, what? Sounds so, like your mom has a lot of yeah, wisdom. Yeah, so. Well, Florida's, he, Florida's cool. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, one of the yeah, best yeah. programs yeah, ever. It is, it is, it is, it is great. But my mom was like, you're leaving UCLA. Like, it's a good education. I think she was looking at it from looking at it from that standpoint, the degree. And she was like, it's either you go to USC or you go to Stanford. And I was not going to go to Stanford. Wow. And um, USC was like literally down the 10, yeah. you know, 20 minutes. Oh, yes. So I was like, packed my stuff, went down. I knew the guy. I knew some of the guys on the team, Ricky Morgan, who was like from the East Coast. You didn't know, yeah, yeah. You didn't know Michael. Or I, knew, I knew Michael. But Shinnick was just, he's a yeah, freshman coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinnick, I actually hosted Shinnick at UCLA. And then oh. he went to, yeah, he went to USC. Well, because these are all California yeah, yeah, guys yeah. where you're back yeah, east. Yeah, yeah. And, but I knew Michael because Michael and I he ran had at raced, Arcadia. Yeah, at Arcadia. And, like, we never really talked. But, like, you know, Michael's, like, a real chill, like, easy guy to get along with. Oh, yeah. And so I get there. And, like, everyone just kind of, like, we just hit it off, man. Like, it was just, like, instant, like, everyone gelled. Like and you guys we, still have the four by four indoor record. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. People are talking about yeah, yeah getting broken. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. But well, you know, we'll that was see. a team. Yeah, was that was that was a team, and and I I feel as though we could have ran faster indoor, but and especially outdoor because Zach had gotten hurt outdoor. His hammy, yeah, man, that he's hammy, yeah, his hand, yeah, he blew up his hammy at Pac twelves um, on the four by one, and that was a forty four leg. And um, I remember he had split 45, I think, um, on that final. But if Zach was healthy, wow. Yeah, it's like if Zach was if Zach was really really healthy, that kid's like a 44. He was a 44 mid to 44 low guy his freshman year, but he just mm-hmm. that his hamstring man. It was like it's tough. It was it's it, it is tough, and it was a transition because coming out of high school into college it's, it's it's a different intensity like well let's talk were, about that yeah, for a second yeah. like you went from ucla yeah you're 48 low guy yeah and then all of a sudden you decide i mean did you know you're 47 flat guy i mean you, i didn't i mean that's, i like so like when i went when i got to sc i was the slowest guy on the team wow out of ricky michael and zach i had the slowest pr out of those guys so what was the difference i mean okay i know a little bit because i also subscribe to that same type of training yeah. plan as a coach yeah we're, you're balanced. You're yep. doing like speed. Your, your lactic is fast and powerful, yep. right? All those things combined, you weren't getting that before, but then all of a sudden your body's like, oh, this is good for me. This yeah. is something, because I know Michael Norman too, because I know his coach in high school is like one of the greatest coaches in right. California. Right. Heavy volume, yep. making sure the kids don't get injured, yep. which is great for the kid that wants to go beyond, right? Yeah. So I, you're in the weight room now. Yeah. You're doing stuff in the weight room. You didn't do that before. Yeah. Yes and no. I think, in my honest opinion, what it came down to is the mentality. I what think do you mean? it was it was because when I was at UCLA, like to be honest, like I was partying, man. Like I was like at UCLA and Westwood. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man. I was on <laughs> frat row, like religiously, like seriously, and I wasn't eating well. And this was just my this was my freshman year. My junior year, I kind of slowed down a little bit, but sure. freshman year, out the bat from the East Coast. You know, you watch American Pie, like, you know, you go out to college and it's like, yeah, like, this is, this is it, man. It's like girls everywhere. Like, you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah, you're like, a there's kid. No, yeah, you're, yeah, like, you're, you're, you don't have curfew. Like, your mom's not telling you to be home at a certain time. And it's just like, 
you get wide-eyed and, and mm. it's easy to get lost when you don't have that sense of direction and when i got to usc it was like yo these guys are serious man coach carroll serious coach watts is like really really serious and, yeah and as a coach you want your coach to be as invested in what you're doing as you are in what you're doing and i think when i got there i like kind of realized like man like this is serious like these guys are all running like 45 mids to 40 zach was 45 low michael was 44 ricky was 45 mid 45 low and i was like i had just ran 45 8 or 7 at the dual meet that previous uh at that at that exact same year when i yeah that exact same year a couple months ago uh so it was like man i need to get my stuff together and does that mean training too like because yeah, i know like you train with too, michael you're yeah, still with yeah. quincy yeah 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 and yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. are in la and you're still yeah, training yeah is that matter to you is that a big deal that you have people that are around you that are going to be pushing you as hard as you want to be pushed I mean, yeah because you guys are I mean, Norman goes 985 at a Texas, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was in a race. And you went 10 flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dude, bro, you went 10 flat. You're yeah. a 400-meter hurdler. I know. That's and we were training during COVID three times a week on turf at out in Sherman Oaks. And um, we were – it was it took us three months. And we were just – we're doing real speed stuff. Yeah. And it, that, that took us three months. So when everyone was talking about, oh, yeah, why is Mike running 100, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, dude, you ran 98. What are you guys talking about? Like – you oh, saw like now why he wants to do the four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's yeah, going to start, yeah, he's going to yeah, run 9-7, yeah, he's going to yeah, start the relay. Yeah, yeah we all yeah, know. Yeah, but, you know, I, uh, that's a different story for another time. But yeah. back, yeah, I, I think what made me different at USC was just everyone was just on it. Um, my diet changed, hmm. my mentality changed, and I was more intentful and more, I was just willing to learn a lot and listen and trust that what I was doing was was going to work and it's also like a developmental thing too because you know some kids like it takes a while for that training to actually start working like it's not like yeah I would say like Rome wasn't built in a day right neither is any building that you've ever seen in your entire life it's not built in a day you got to lay the blocks you got to watch the cement dry like y you know mm. things are going to happen like you know you got to call your contractor because plumbing's messed up yeah. And, you know, so it's, it's the same like thing. That. Like, yeah, like you're, you're, you're going to have injuries. You're going to have some adverse moments. And it's like you got to stay the stay the course, man. You got to stay the course. And I think that's what happened because I got hurt when I was at USC. I got hurt my in that program my first first fall. Hmm. And Michael and I are running a hot three, and I end up pulling up about 150 meters in. And it's just like, dang, hamstring. Like, hmm. so – Anyway, like I say all that to say, like it was just uh, the training was great. It was sort of the exact training, but Coach Carroll and Coach Watts like took it up uh, like a notch. And it was just like, man, like I remember my first week, I was like, what I get myself into, man? <laughs> this is crazy. I love it. Well, yeah. that school of thought yeah. is like, I mean, it's the, it's the Tony Wells yeah. school of thought, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to run over distance speed right. matters you can't go 47 flat unless you can split a 43 right. low in right. a four by four right? right so tokyo man i've talked to enough athletes to yeah. know that like there's so much happening with your travel how yeah. you deal the emotions you guys are all young you're not that way anymore yeah man at worlds i watch you basically get second with hurt yeah that's amazing by the way yeah. what yeah. you had to go through yeah was... and by the way i have to tell you this even though it's on the record the best thing about you is not how fast you run 
is when you grabbed Trevor Bassett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and he was yeah, on yeah. my podcast. Yeah. And he was just a kid. Yeah, I know. Man, I, I have four kids of my own. I have athletes that I coach. Yeah. They all saw you look at that kid yeah. and go, you're one of us now. Yeah, You yeah. know, and that no, matters. It, it was great. It was great. Um, Trevor and I spoke the night before. We were in the lobby in the team hotel, and he's just like, he's just sitting down there. It's like, why is he still down here? Because usually, like, a night before a final, I think I was just coming back from dinner, and he was just chilling down there. And I was mm. just like, me personally, I want to be in my room. Lights off. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get ready. And yeah, I'm getting ready, like, mentally. Like, and he was just kind of, we just, I just started talking to him, and like, he was showing me the, his, his, his text from Coach um, Judd. Is mm. it Judd? I, I can't remember his name, but. He was he was showing me the text message and like his coach was saying like I think you can medal at the next Worlds and I was yeah. like wow that's crazy and in my head I'm just like dude you have to like I didn't want to say it to him at that time but I was like you don't have to have a hell of a freaking race to yeah well you're out in lane medal. nine yeah, too you're, uh, yeah you're, you're out no out man's in no land. man's land <laughs> yeah. that's why I told him I was like listen like <laughs> this is what you're gonna do tomorrow don't like Carson's going to get out like a bat out of hell. Yeah. And Dos Santos is going to get out as well, too. Santos was looking and like, good yeah, and fresh yeah. that whole year. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, like, if they run up on you, don't panic. Okay. Run your race. Get out. Stay out. Don't focus on whatever is happening behind you. Because when we get to about 250 meters in, the race is going to change again. And just, I was like, just do that and run like hell coming home. And... I didn't he see, did. yeah, I didn't see Trevor <laughs> job, out coach. there. Yeah, I didn't see him out there because, like, I remember the race, the race goes off. Well, because he was in eighth place yeah. with 120 meters. To yeah, go. yeah. The race goes off, and I'm looking up the field. Carson's gone. These The French guy's out there. Dos Santos is out there. And I'm just like, wow. Can like, you hear them in the race? You know what hurdle you're at, what your pace is, and you can feel them and see them around you? I knew I was losing. <laughs> I, I knew that. I knew that about 150 meters in. I was just like, dang, dude, like you're like in about sixth place right now. Like I was like, I was like, I was pretty jacked up. Like I, I don't think a Were lot of panicked? people. Do you like panic at all? I didn't, I didn't really panic. It was because I knew what it was going in. I don't think people knew. People didn't know I was hurt. And then the people that knew I was hurt didn't know the extent of my injury and how bad it actually was. How'd you get through that race? You KT taped up or what's happening? I had KT tape. Um, Duct tape. Uh, glue, yeah, everything. honestly, honestly. I don't know how I made it through that race, to be honest with you. But it's incredible, it was like man. a lot of adrenaline. Just, I think, not wanting to disappoint everyone else. Because, like, as athletes, like, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Hmm. So I don't think. At that at that point, I was like, man, like whatever this outcome is, like it is what it is. I was expecting to get third, to be honest. Like in my head, I was like, I'm going out there to win. But like in my head, I was like, I might get third. If I get third, like I'll be happy with that. Like wow. yeah, it was just like so. Getting a freaking silver medal was like probably the best. Uh, besides winning gold, like it was the best outcome to ever happen. Like in that situation. That's cool. Well, yeah. you, you, no one even knew you were hurt until the yeah. interview. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you kept that pretty close to the vest. And yeah. you know what? I know you got reasons for that, too. And that's yeah. smart. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't go out there as a track athlete yeah, and tell and people like, your yeah, weaknesses. You don't want to give them any ammunition, you know what I mean? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. So what's next? Where are you going from here? Because I know you're training. Yeah. Are you in Budapest? I'm in Budapest for sure. Okay. Yeah. Are you doing hurdles four by four? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I'm day two, three, and five, and then I'll run the four by four. What Last leg day. would you prefer in the 4x4? Four four? Second leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I was begging coach. I was say, begging Coach Mouse to let me run second at the Olympics. Like I like was, I was begging Wallace. I was begging Coach Mouse. Like literally, I was like advocating yeah, like four days before <laughs> already. Relay. Like I was just like I was like Wallace. Like please, like I just want to run second. Like I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to anchor. Like I yeah. want to run second because I ran anchor at World Championships. 2019 okay so i was like oh i want to i run i want to run anchor because i knew i was in shape and i was like 43 low in shape and i just wanted that 42 split on second leg because i was going to run 42 on second leg because it's a it's an easier split but i just i just wanted it by that time anchor you're already ahead yeah you're you're racing not to lose it yeah yeah whereas second leg it's like well didn't mike start uh, no, I don't think, think Cherry started. started. Yeah, Cherry right. started. Cherry Mike, started. Mike ran pretty second. Good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect relay. Yeah, I'd run second. You'd run second. Yeah. Who goes first? I'd, I'll go. I'll still go Cherry. Cherry ran in a great first leg. Yeah. No honesty. Like he was like. Who's third? See, that's 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 the issue right now. It's like who is third? Well, you're gonna have to take. <laughs> you're gonna have to take one of these hundred guys that keep dropping down. And yeah. From the four I mean, the like if, if Fred, I would you know if, if Fred was still yeah, running put, the four, put like Kenny Fred Vendere four, yeah, put, put Michael Norman, on. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that can run a good four by four. Vernon, you Vernon know, is like, ageless, yeah, Isn't yeah, and he's like you, you're already you're gonna get a 44 out of him no matter what, yeah, yeah. So that's that's like that's that's automatic. That is automatic. And then who anchors? Michael. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd man, I'd put my life in his hands on anchor leg 100 percent. that's cool because he just he's just a beast man like he's not he's not gonna roll over for anyone at all oh so, i know man yeah I, yeah I, I i host cif division yeah. one prelims and he's at my track yeah. just burning everyone up yep. yeah i've been watching him for a long time his coach and i are tight too and yeah. it's cool to know he comes from a humble place yep. and then where he is now he's earned everything yeah. he was not some phenom that yep. washed away you too man yeah i know i mean i respect michael a lot but what made me like what cemented my respect for michael was regionals when he ran that four by four and split like 43 like yeah low if you it's one thing to watch that stuff online but to see it in person was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my entire life I'm like standing at the at the line. He gets the baton and it's like he was like a bat out of hell. Like it was like he was running an all out 200. Like he was just steaming <laughs> down the back stretch. It was crazy as hell to see. When I tell my athletes, you get that free energy, that ADP CP first yeah. four to six seconds. Yeah, is that something you do too? Hey, yeah. First, literally, first I, six I get seconds? I get the baton and I'm just like head down and I'm stroking hard. Yeah, yeah, because it's like. That's what that's what I did at the Olympics. It was like I got the baton. Well, we don't see that. We I'm just like, see yeah. just flat out crazy speed. Yeah, or was, like, do these guys even feel lactic acid? Like, do they even feel that stuff? I think so. For for me, later on in the season, I don't really like get lactic. It's so weird. Well, you kind of run. Yeah. You run. You're done before we feel it. Yeah. You know, us normal yeah. people feel stuff. Yeah. Not you, because you're running too fast. Yeah. I get to about smart towards the end. I get to about maybe like three fifty five, and, and that's when you start. And that's it. when I start feeling it a little bit. <laughs> But like, I and then after the race is done, I'm just like flush with it. But oh, during really? the race, yeah, during the race, it's like, I, at the Olympics, like I just I just remember like I got the baton and I could have sworn that Botswana kid was on my ass. Like, I was like running for. You were gone. I bro. was just like you were out gone. of there. And well, we were watching it at five yeah. thirty in the morning here. Yeah, you know, because you're out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So when you run the hurdles, yeah. 
Are you trying to get to the 200 in a certain split? Are you trying? I mean, what's your race plan in the 400 hurdles? Are you counting steps too? You don't, I got 13. I don't, yeah, 13. I, don't, I don't count. Um, I think before the race plan was, I mean, I know my touchdown times through 200 was like probably like 22. And that's through, what you're shooting for? Yeah, through 22. That was like, that was that year. Um, but I like, I, we changed a lot this fall. And I'm changing my pattern and changing my race plan this year. Really? So we're working on, yeah, working on that. So I'm going 13 to 2. Okay. 12 to 3, 12 to 4, 13 to 5. Really? Yeah. Because if you watch all my races, I lose a race at hurdle 3. Because. Man, in the Olympics, it looked like you were fine. It <laughs> no, looked like you man. were fine until. If you watch the race again, you'll see me stutter step to 3. Get out of here. Yeah. You're in 47 flat and you stutter step to 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, it now was, I'm gonna go watch that yeah, yeah. right after this. It was, I wanna go it's, watch it's, that. It's it's a I I always Diamond League final 2019 started step to three World Championships this past summer started every single race where I'm like going and yeah. I'm like full send. It's like that third hurdle because I'm just running so fast and I don't realize how open I am mm -hmm. until like I'm like two three steps before and I'm just like oh shit like the left leg's about to come up and really? like sometimes yeah sometimes i take it sometimes i don't at worlds this year i took it to four because i stutter step three and i was like man if i stutter step to four again like i'm for sure not gonna win and i'm for sure not gonna get a medal so i had to open up and take 12 to four at world championships this past summer so how do you practice that i mean how do you put yourself in a situation where you can get to that type of speed in a practice training yeah. session because adrenaline's not there yeah so what we do is what coach hayes does is uh she moves the hurdle in oh you uh, discount it yeah yeah so you Interesting. move the hurdle in um i think a meter yeah and then as you get faster and as you get used to it you start you move it you move it back do you discount the height too no Just keep I, that yeah i keep the height because well, you're like, also yeah. six foot stupid yeah I mean, yeah, yeah you can do that stuff yeah but I keep the hype because I'm a firm believer in like what, and sometimes Coach Hayes is like, let's just go lower. Cause like she has, I always tell her, trust her gut. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, like whatever your gut tells you, I'm doing it. Like, I, I don't even, I don't second guess it. I mean, sometimes we'll have a conversation and then at the end of the day, cause I, I like to think things through logically and I want to know why we're doing certain things. But at the end of the day, I'm always like, yeah, man, I trust you. And like, Whatever your gut's telling you, like we're just going, we're just going to roll with it, mm -hmm. and that's going to be it. Because I think in the in the past, sometimes we're she sometimes has like this feeling where eh, I don't know about it, and then we still end up doing it, and then I got hurt, and it's just like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So now it's like whatever your gut's telling you, like so like these past couple of weeks, it's been windy and cold outside. We are not hurtling whatsoever. Not going to risk it. Don't want to get hurt because like throwing a week two weeks wrenching in, in, in the program that's not beneficial at all at, especially at this level where this much separates you oh yeah it's like you can't take a step back at all so yeah we moved them we moved the hurdles in and like we've been getting the pattern down and it's it was weird the first couple of weeks and um but it's 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 coming and I, I call it like a year project so okay yeah like we'll, well see. like you yeah. said right it's not, not built, built in all a day. day not yep. built in a day yep. man right yep. now you're figuring it out yeah man i 
Where's your chance, bro? Yeah. I mean, we've been fans since you were at Arcadia as a high school kid. <laughs> and to watch you progress to where you're at now, I mean, it's funny when you look back on the journey and you see what happened to UCLA and how that led you to there yeah. and then how it led you to the next spot. Um, your fastest races haven't happened yet. Huh? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so either. Like, I think there's a lot more there in the tank. And Well, let's I'm, end with this. Yeah. What is it? Do you even put that – you put that goal – Somewhere like you write it out. And I don't be like, even have it. I don't. I, I don't even have a goal. You burn that I goal just and like, you just focus just on like, the journey. Yeah, just that's what it's all about. In honesty, I'm just like man. Like how, I just want to see how far I can actually take things. Like actually, how far? And I think I past two world championships. I was hurt. Um, Olympics definitely no excuse for that whatsoever. That was just hey insane. COVID. There you go. I gave you an just, excuse. <laughs> that That's was a pretty just big deal. Insane Whole man. Fire. Like I, that year, we were training to run forty six two. Like it was the the goal was forty six two that year, and I exceeded that. And I just remember, like after the race got done, like I'm like down. I'm trying to catch my breath. I take my headband off and I look up. Because Coach Hayes and Coach Watts are standing directly in front of me in the stands. Yeah. And I just look at them and I'm just like, I just give them a shrug and like shake my hands. Like, yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, that was just, I thought the clock was wrong. <laughs> really? I really thought the clock, I was like, there's no way it's going to get adjusted. Like, but this thing said 45-9, 46-1. I was like, there's no way I just ran 46-1 and lost. Like, maybe it was, I thought it would be like 46-7 and 46-8. I didn't know we were running that fast. And... I can recall that race, every single step, thought process, what I was thinking, what I saw, really? what I smelled. Like, it was just like... So you visualizing this stuff, like, the night before? You walking yourself through the race? You, yeah, you, I, like, walked myself through the race, like, for an hour. For I an run, hour. I run my race in my head about a hundred times in a hundred different ways. Love it. Yeah. So hurdle one, what happens? Because, like, things are going to happen. So, so you, what happened? Yeah, worst case so scenario, yeah, yeah, best case scenario. Yeah. Just go through it. So I go through, a, it's kind of like risk analogy. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, if this happens at hurdle three or hurdle four, like, what do you do? What's your response? So then when it happens, I'm not like caught off guard, and I'm just trying to scramble and think like, all right, what to do? Because like, you know, I'm not trying to go out there and wing it. You know what I mean? So I run my race about a hundred times in my head, like. What happens if you're in second? What happens if you're in third? What happens if you're first? What if ha happens if you're out there? What are you going to feel at 200? What are you going to feel at 250? Yeah. What do your arms look like at 200? What do your arms look at 100 meters left to go? Like, keep it tight. Like, I'm like literally like, so I was like pacing back and forth on the balcony, like just visualizing and just like hurdle one, boom. Mm -hmm. Hurdle two, 13. Hurdle three, 13. Like, it's just like, I'm just running through this in my head like hundreds of times. And it sounds crazy, but when you can't sleep the night before yeah. a major final like that, that's real, man. Like, it's actually real. And I'm talking, like, you're in a hot room and you have chills. Your heart rate is, like, raised for about an hour. Like, it's going, like, it's, like, 120 beats per minute for for an hour straight and like your adrenaline is like through the roof like it's rough like you gotta like yeah sometimes you just gotta take a breath yeah and like just kind of just like try to calm yourself down and like you're like shaking like because like you know like that as you're just high you're just up here hey it's so cool it's to like, hear that yeah. you're a human being too yeah, 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 there's yeah, like this yeah this legend doing yeah it. i i wouldn't call it like nerves it's just like i'm just primed i'm just ready you're to ready. go yeah like sometimes i'll show up to a track meet and I'll be like, yo, I don't even need to warm up. I can go out there right now and run. 
You're like that's how I felt at Mount Sac. Really? Like, literally, I like if it's hot outside, and I I could do literally like two drills, and I'm just like put me out there. Like seriously, like I'm I when I get to track meets, I'm like hopped up. Like mm-hmm. sometimes Coach Watts has to look at me, and he does this. He's like turn it down. He like turn, turn it down because he just knows like I'm just like ready to go. Like I'm just actually just ready to go. Man, well, yeah. dude, we're super proud of you. Yeah. We're proud of you because. Thanks. Of what you accomplish, how you're accomplishing it. Yeah. And we know the best is yet to come. Yeah. Thank and you. yeah, and then um I have to yeah, I'd be remiss. We're we're remote and yeah. we're talking and I, I got Steve, the CEO of On Track and Fields right here, and he's yeah, producing man. this thing. We're super excited for you. And uh, I need to make sure we mention that this this podcast is brought to you by On Track and Field and relaybatons.com. Do yourself a favor. Just go to ontrackandfield.com and buy a high jump pit. You know why? Because I just bought a high jump pit and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm super excited. And hey, if you need help, look me up on social media. I'll get you in contact with the CEO. He'll hook you up. Right, Steve? Amen. He just said yes. Yep. So, yeah, without further ado, man, hey, we're super proud. And yeah. uh, Steve, you and your beautiful voice in post, take us out. Thanks to our guest, Rye Benjamin, for joining us at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on this week's On Track and Field podcast. The On Track and Field podcast is powered by RelayBatons.com. Custom engraved and meet and competition legal Relay Batons. Water bottles and tumblers. Great for team branding, fundraisers, meet awards and coaches gifts. And by OnTrackAndField.com. Cross country and tracks one-stop source for everything you need for a successful season. Competition gear, spikes, training equipment, and shoes. OnTrackAndField.com has everything you need. And you can save up to 50% when you use the word Track Talk at checkout. Some exclusions apply. And make sure to check out our new website, OnTrackRunning.com, your new source for competition and training shoes. Featuring Saucony, Brooks, On Running, New Balance, Asics, and Hoka Shoes and Spikes. OnTrackRunning.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at OnTrack, the letter N, Field, at OnTrackAndField on Twitter and Instagram. That was great. Man, I hope that was yeah, easy. Man. I'll definitely do it again, man. Hey, do me a favor. Yeah.